hey, hey, a beautiful day. And hopefully you are plowed out, uh, shoveled out. And I started shoveling at 6.30. I did one round at 6.30 last night. Then I did another round at, um, what was it, 11 or 11.30. And then I did the final round <laughs> this morning at about 8.30. So I've been, I've been shoveling my way through. I figured what they, it was a beautiful night last night. I mean, there was it wasn't windy. Well, the wind came in, I think it was around ten or so, but it wasn't that windy. But otherwise, it was just cool, just calm. And it was just so beautiful out there. So I said, "What the heck, beautiful!" I'm just gonna start shoveling. So I did, and then uh, yeah, plowed today, uh, and because uh, I don't plow at night, uh, I can't. It doesn't. I I don't trust myself enough <laughs> to to see well enough. Uh, with the, just the, the plow headlights. And so I just wait till dawn and then we go plowing. So, yeah, so it was plowing on Friday, plowing on Saturday, plow uh, today, or not, not plowing yesterday, shoveling yesterday, but plowing today. Friday plow, plowed. So plow, 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 plow. That's okay. It's so cool. It's like painting. You know, you got a canvas, and then when you're all done, you know, you all look at all the snow. Where am I going to put it? And so it's just kind of like, and look at me. I put it all somewhere. Now I don't have to drive through it or walk through it. <laughs> and boy, that it is I, on my Facebook, my Katie Canine, not the Katie Canine. I should post it on my Katie Canine, but on my Katie Reappel. Uh, but Facebook, I, I took some pictures and posted them. It looks, our place looks so pretty. But especially when the sun's shining and such like that. So hopefully you got calls because today is the last Sunday of the month. So that means Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, is in the house. And so we want to pick her brain. So if you got vet questions, please give a holler so we can get through those because there's, we're always learning stuff, always. When you quit learning, then I guess you're dead or you just don't, <laughs> you put your head in a hole, something. I don't know. But anyway, how are you this week, Carly? I am excellent good, because good. And I had new? exciting news come. What exciting news? So I am officially in the University of Minnesota Master's in Education program for this up and coming summer. Yay! So, so I'm excited. So now you're going to go into the poor house. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> not really, though. You'll own a house before. I mean, you'll, you would have bought a house that you're not going to live in. You just The house is in your brain. Yeah. So because you pay so much money you could afford the schooling, you could have bought a house. But you I like where I saying? live, so I don't need to buy a house. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying the debt part, you know, the debt, oh, going into debt. That. Well, but here's the thing. The what? cool thing is, depending on where you end up teaching, okay. that school district could, if you teach for five years, they um, have like a forgiveness Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, forgiveness of your student well, loans. I did so, not like, know that yeah. would even existed. Yeah. Well, they got to do something to get teachers in there. Nobody wants to be a teacher anymore. <laughs> so, and they don't get paid all that that nearly as much for educating our future. They should be getting a president, uh, a, like president of the United States, pay. They really should. I mean, it's just because they're responsible for our minds of the future. And so, yeah. I mean, you get good ones in there, and it makes all the difference. Boy, I had out of all my school years, there was one teacher, fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Bar- Miss Barrett. Miss okay. Barrett. Uh huh. Yeah, she was not. She was pretty harsh looking. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, exceptional. She was really a smart, smart gal. But when you're, you know, in fifth grade. But I'm looking back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But boy, you didn't take that chick off. I'll tell you, she come up to you and she get right in your face, your nose to nose, and just look at you. Oh dear. And you just wanted to melt. You know what I mean? She didn't yell. She didn't scream. Nothing. She just give you an eye. Talk about the stink eye. Boy, you yeah. just settled right back down. Okay, no problem. <laughs> You're like just kidding. Well, you can't imagine this. And all from um, first or kindergarten to sixth grade. The main thing was all the teachers said the same thing about me. Can you guess what it was? No. 
I talk way too much. Oh, that. Yeah. No, I have. I've had teachers that have told me that, too. They're like, once we gave Carly the floor, like, she wouldn't shut up. Yeah, I, mean, no, I like, was, you know, I'm talking to, you're not listening to what's, you know, I'm just, I'm, t- I'm socializing. You just, you just like to have fun. That's oh, all good. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's what Jay always no got. We got to work on that. There's a time to talk for you to talk and a time for you not to talk. <laughs> so anyway, so it was fun. Well, congratulations. Thank and you, you. And what grade do you want to teach? So I want to teach the little nuggets. The so, little nuggets. So kindergarten. Oh, there you go. That's kind of my favorite age. Good. Then maybe you can start the new flow where we don't overdo our kids. Yes. Whereas, you know, you have nap nap time in kindergarten. Yes. They don't have to know their ABCs and how to spell their name when they get to kindergarten. That's what kindergarten should be about. Yes. The only thing I require... Is that they're potty trained. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. (laughs) That's the only thing. Because that's not part of our job description. So... No, that's very true. Very true. Anyway, well, congratulations. Thank you. What, what entails to get it into that? Do you have to fill out a resume or? Um, uh, well, so yeah, you have to kind of send in all of your coursework that you've already done. So I already have a degree, so I had to get my diploma or like my grades and my okay. GPA and stuff from Colorado. Okay. Send that in. You have to make sure that you hit all of their prerequisites because sometimes, like different schools, like don't have like you take a class that you think would fit in this category Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't Uh. so you have to do that so I had to take a few other classes to kind of get ready for this Um, but then you do have to put in a resume and they like to see like that you work with children and right so yeah Oh, that is, yeah. well, I'm so happy for you. Thank and personally, you. I couldn't wait to get out of high school and I was never looking back. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have told me that. They're yeah, like, uh, why just... are you going back? I'm like, it's only 18 months. Yeah, like, only. that's, but he, that's pretty quick for to, getting oh, a no, master's. No, that's very, that's very true, know? but it's a lot of work on your part, too. It is, yes. You're going to be during the headlights, I bet, some days. <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah, I'll probably not sleep a whole lot, yeah. so. But, no, I, I commend you. I applaud you. So. Thank you. You're, yes, very, very, yes, very. Yes, it's this, exciting. Onward and upward you it, go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, no, that means you're going to. No, I will, I will stay with you. I, uh, well, I hope so. I will for a stay. While, at least. Yes, I will stay. Okay, coming up, March 24. I don't know if you've heard this yet. March 24, we're going to be doing our show live at the Check It Down Roseville store. Check It Down's Roseville store on March 24. I'm going to be there from 3 to 4 visiting with you guys and then from 4 to 6 doing my show live. And plus, always love it when she comes with Alexis Thompson. The Shoreview Psychic is going to be there from 4 to 6 uh, for a donation. She will d- talk to you and your pet. So, or do a reading for you and your pet, I should say, not talk to you. Well, she'll talk to you, too. So, mark your calendars. Uh, it's going to be a fundraiser for Pinky Swear. You can go to pinkyswear.org. You remember Nutrisource, uh, a.k.a. to uh, the Pure Vita line. Uh, they have partnered up, and they are donating over time. Uh, they hope to donate $1 million to the Pinky Swear Foundation. So, I'm hoping that you will get on board, and you can always donate uh, just by going to pinkyswear.org. And it, what it does is the foundation that takes care of the behind the scenes like if you're having card let's say you're dealing with cancer your kids dealing with cancer but cancer is in the element here and um, all your car breaks you don't have the money to fix it you know they will you can submit and they will try to help you out or if your groceries are lower they do behind the scenes stuff little things that kind of get overlooked so Pinky Swear is an awesome foundation so hopefully hopefully you guys will join us on March 24 live in person radio show at the Roseville Chuck and Don's so that's always nice when Chuck and Don's will host us to go to the stores and talk 
and it gets to be a bit of a zoo, but it's a lot of fun. And then they usually have a lot of specials and some sign up for some prizes to win and such like that. So, but it's the fundraiser, and usually Chuck and Don's will give you know so much of the what is sold that day or a couple of days uh, to uh, the Pinky Swear Foundation through Nutrisource. So Nutrisource is one awesome company, and when there's been quite a few recalls, uh, for, uh, go to my KDK9 Facebook page and see the recalls. Uh, so, uh, right now, all of a sudden I got a brain fluff. I can't remember which ones three of them were. I know Vital Essentials is one, one of their treats. And then, uh, True Dog, they've got a beef treat, crunchy treat. And anyway, go to KDK9, K-A-T-I-E, and then K-9 on Facebook. And while you're there, like me, I always get into that. And uh, so, if you guys got questions for myself or for Dr. Jessica Levy, please give a holler at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And one gal this week say, you know what? Um, she says... You are the Olympic of speed talkers. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry. I remember when I first started, I listened to myself. And I drove myself nuts on how fast I talked. And I tried really hard to slow down. And my brain just went out to lunch. I could not get, you know, thoughts together. It was just like it didn't work well. Oh, well. Okay. A longtime bird watcher and nature writer, Candace Savage, has observed that crows are so intelligent they can do what with each other? They are so intelligent they can do what with each other? We'll be back. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We're with oh, Carly. Carly's in there singing away. <laughs> Looks so good. Hey, daylight savings time is coming up here pretty quick, I think. Is it? Yeah, it is. It huh. is. Okay, folks. Uh, my mouth did a no-no. Oh, not a no-no, but a... Uh, it is not March 24th. It's March 25. March 25. Mark your calendars for March 25. Th- that, see, see, I don't have a smartphone, you know, and so I can't look at a calendar when, you know, here, you know, like, okay, where am right. I at? I could go out and into Brooke's office and she's got the calendar on the wall, but right. I wasn't. I was here. And for some reason, 24 was sticking in my head. So. But that's why I'm here. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Right? Yes, you're good. Hey, we got sure. an open line, <laughs> 651-641-1071. And I did say the number before. Just Dr. Levy said, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. 651-641-1071. Okay, Dr. Levy, welcome, welcome, welcome. How the heck are you? She's sitting here with her, uh, her, her I would say thread, <laughs> her yarn. Thread. Yeah. She go. knitting again. Yeah, every day, yeah. She just, I don't know how she can knit and talk. I can't walk you bubblegum, you know, so. Guys, I got to get this stuff done. I don't know what to tell you. No, oh, good gravy. Say, <laughs> okay. Good. Now, um, last week I went and saw a biofeedback that's up in Wiper Lake. I, you know, it's where there, a electrical thing goes around your head and one around each waist and around each, each ankle. You know, I've been dealing with the kidney stones. We're still not done with that and still got repair to do. And But but I mean, one thing that I found interesting that for, for talk about major blood, uh, uh, brain fluff. Okay, I'm always saying everybody, you know, get the probiotics. And for, and I usually say digestive enzymes. But then it dawned on me that let's, let's go through the definitions of what some of these are, like the digestive enzyme, probiotic, cold food supplement, okay? okay. So let's start out with a digestive enzyme. What is a digestive enzyme and what are they looking for in a good digestive enzyme? So enzymes are um, uh, proteins, usually, I think, in our bodies that facilitate every chemical reaction that happens. So there's no chemical reaction that happens without an enzyme. enzyme. Okay. And digestive enzymes just help us break down our food. Okay. And then what makes a good digestive enzyme? Like in the dog world, you know, like, are there spa- what are they looking for? CPUs or what are we? No. And, you know, and I don't even know if there's really, like, measurements for those kinds of things. Okay. So... Mm, I don't know if I have a good answer for that, for how would you choose a good one. 
they seem to be really easy to make because if you go to a health food store, there's going to be like hundreds of them available on the shelf. Right. So then how would you pick a good one? Yes, how? Um, That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I know. And it's, and it's, it's tough to say. So what do you... So, would... so depending, like either you go with a company that you uh, are familiar with, comfortable with, know that they make good products. Right. Or uh, if I'm looking for something specific, like for dogs who are sort of on the verge of EPI, okay. yeah. don't necessarily have a diagnosis or we're not quite ready to do diagnostic testing yet, then I will make sure that those folks get a digestive enzyme that also has a protease in it. Okay. So the name of the enzyme kind of it tells you what they will break down, right? So cellulase is going to break down cellulose, which is what makes up the cell walls of plants. Right. A protease is going to break down proteins. Lipase breaks down fats. Most of the digestive enzymes you'll see on the market have uh, papain and bromelain, which are the enzymes that come from pineapple and papaya. Oh, so pineapple is a good thing to eat, to drink and eat for oh, us yeah. and for our animals? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so okay. um, so you'll see a lot of those, and then you have, you know, the proteases are usually going to be an additional enzyme that's in there. Right. And that helps break down, help digest the food that they're eating, correct? Break it down? Yeah, and also because enzymes in general, because they help break things down, and so they help break down toxins so that they can be safely removed from the body, mm -hmm. which gives them an anti-inflammatory quality because they'll help break down the byproducts of inflammation so mm. that they can be removed. What are some, so we can help some of some yeah, the so enzymes. So enzymes are really important not only for digesting our food, but for managing inflammation in the body. Okay. So what are some that you would suggest so people don't there have to There are start a bunch that are made for dogs. Okay. Start that naming you can them. find at dog food stores like Prozyme. Solid Gold makes one called Dzyme. If you got the Herbsmith Microflora Plus, it's a probiotic with an enzyme. So it has digestive enzymes in that product as well. Okay. Animal Essentials makes plant enzymes and probiotics. Yeah. Now, is a plant enzyme good? Um, I think that that's where most of our enzymes would come from. Really? Yeah. Okay. But in, in order to have enzymes that are not... Um, uh, that have not had a bad experience, the the plants have to be raw. Okay. Right. So cooked plant cooking eliminates enzymes. It also kills off all the happy bacteria. Right. So cooking your food just eliminates probiotics and enzymes. All right. So this is where I always wonder, skipping to probiotics a little bit, this is where I always wonder because people will buy yogurt and use that as a probiotic. Right. And I always feel like, yes, but it's pasteurized. Yeah. It's pasteurized to kill bacteria so that it doesn't rot while it's on the grocery store shelf. And that's why uh, right now uh, there's a big push for raw goat's milk for uh, for dogs, you know, for enzymes yeah. in their gut system. I know, but then it's just like, and really, who should be eating goat's milk? Baby goats, okay. right? <laughs> you know, the whole milk thing and yeah. dairy products is a little bit weird when it comes to, um, you know, animals who are from other species. All right. So that's kind of like the whole colostrum thing that you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. um, who should be eating colostrum? Baby calves. Right. You know, I mean, all baby animals are going to get colostrum right. as the first milk, but really it's kind of, you know, is it appropriate for older animals, especially animals of a different species? Like, should you give your dog bovine colostrum? It has a lot of claims for health benefits. Mm -hmm. I've used it in a bunch of cases. Right now I kind of use it if my intuition calls and says, hey, you should think about this. Mm -hmm. But I don't do it on a regular basis because... 
Same thing. Who should be eating bovine colostrum? Baby calves. And I've just not seen miracles with it. Mm-hmm. Not that I have to see miracles with everything right, that I right. use, but I like to I like to recommend things that I have seen them actually have a positive effect. Okay. So yeah. So so animal essentials, Prozyme. Uh, you, uh, I. Yes. But what are we lo- looking for as far as quality of enzymes? Right. That it's just it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I don't think that there's um, enough information about them. So ones that you know. would tell your clients, okay? Now, I'm familiar with Dzyme and, and then Animal Essentials. Prozyme, I always thought that was a little bit on the lower scale. It just kind of depends. You know, it works really well for some dogs. And that's mm-hmm. the thing is it kind of depends on their need. So sometimes I'll use enzymes made by standard process because those are going to be the ultimate high quality, really hardworking full, you know, each capsule is packed full of enzymes Okay. so that you know it's actually going to do something. Um, I found just through experience, that's why sometimes um, for dogs who are having serious digestive disturbances, I'll recommend like the ones I was talking about, the ones who are on that verge of EPI kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'll recommend the Solaray Pancreatin 1300. There is a Pancreatin 1300 made by somebody else. And I've not had as good success with that as I have with the one made by oh, Solaray. Okay. 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 But but at home, I probably have four different enzyme supplements in my cabinet. Okay. Now, is it? Can you mix uh, enzyme supplements? Like, do you do one and uh, do one one of one and one of the another at the same time? And yes, absolutely. Okay. In fact, like, there's a really good one that I got at uh, Whole Foods that probably other health food stores have. It's Udo's Essentials. Um, they make some pet stuff too, but this was one of their human products. It's Udo's Essentials. And you can uh, give that to the dogs? Flora, adult enzyme. Yeah, enzymes are enzymes. Okay. But what you were just saying though, like, okay, uh, dogs not drinking cow's milk or goat's milk, you know, these enzymes are coming from other things, right? Um. Yes. Okay. From plants. Okay. So all the, all enzymes are, are plant-based. Um, probably not all because, uh, tripe probably has enzymes in it as well, except those are also coming from the plants, I would think. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. That, so that is digestive enzymes, the scoop on digestive enzymes. And if they want to talk to you more about this, Jess, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. Okay. Let's go to the phones. Okay. Sounds good. So we have Ruthie on the line and Ruthie has a question about her dog that is eating not only its poop, but... Their other dogs poop, <laughs> and they have a little one, like right. a little baby. Uh-huh. So she's just a little worried. She'll explain right. a little bit more. Sounds good. Hi, hi, hi Ruthie. Um, I've been listening to your show forever. I'm so glad to finally call in, but it's with a little bit of an issue that's very concerning for me. Um, my dog Crumpet is eight years old, Crumpet. <laughs> yeah, and good. she's the best. My husband is British, so we had to name her Crumpet. Okay, but, let um, me guess. You got another dog named T. I have another dog named Donut. Oh, yeah, tea and crumpets. I thought that. Hey, I thought that was pretty smart. But anyway, we also love tea and crumpets. Yeah, yep, that would have been such a cute name. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, so Crumpet has been eating her poo since we got her at twelve weeks old. Right. She's eight years old now. We have tried everything. We've done pineapple. We've done pumpkin. We've done the little shaky thing from the vet. You know, like the little sprinkles you put on the food. We actually switched the girls to Pure Vita on your recommendation, mm-hmm. and they love it. A lot mm-hmm. less farting. It's great. Yeah, go ahead. So, but um, I, she just continually goes outside, and I have a small son who just turned a year, and he crawls a lot, and all she wants to do is go up and love on him and lick him. Right, and, and after my she husband, just got done eating the poo. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so 
I'm trying to keep her away from him. And of course, this won't be quite a big deal when he starts to walk. Right. But I, I just, in this meantime, I'm getting really concerned. My husband's threatening to rehome her uh, if she keeps licking him. And I'm like, this is such a small window. Yes, it is. We just have to get through this. And well, what then, you can do, too, though, is like when the little one is uh, crawling on the floor, put the dog on a leash. So that oh, you, good idea. Yeah, so that the dog can't get to the child if you're worried about that. Or you, how, how big is your dog? How many pounds? She's only she's only twenty two pounds. Oh, twenty two. Okay, because two you can make sign of a playpen area that you could put her in when the little when the child is mobile. So at least yep. you know the dog is an ostracized from you know, but she can see, but she just can't interact. Right. All right. And she's very well trained. Like if I say ah, uh-uh, she'll leave him alone. Oh, good, good, so, good, good. Okay, well, so hold on, great. and we're gonna jump on this because you are not the only one that is dealing with this problem. So Thank we got to run to break. So and then we'll come back. Oh, and you know Thanks. what? I forget, uh, Carly, I forgot to give the answer to the first one. Got to keep me on task here. The common goldfish <laughs> is the only animal that can see two things, two two ways that a common goldfish can can uh, see. And then we'll do the crow one too. We'll be back. Oh, great! That would be me, Katie Canine. All right, uh, I forgot to answer. Longtime bird watcher and nature writer Candace Savage has observed that crows are so intelligent they can do what to each other. Do you have any idea, Carly? Uh, so no. intelligent. Okay. Do you have Talk anything to that each you other? they can oh. teach each other? Oh no! You know what they do? They what? pull pranks on each other. Oh, they pull pranks on each other. Interesting. Yes. Well, they're in the raven family, and raven's supposed to be one of the smartest birds out there. So. Oh, but wait a minute. I didn't know that. Animals do that to some extent, though. Oh, you think? Well, Pull pranks on each other? Yeah. Okay, the common goldfish is the only animal that can see both. Its nose and tail? It, no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's good, though. That was good. No, I don't infrared know. and ultraviolet light. Oh. That's oh, common okay. goldfish. Or infrared and ultraviolet That's light. That's like way too scientific for me. Isn't that cool? Who knew? Oh, see, I'm in I liked my answer better. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That was very good. Because he has nose in his tail. I don't know. There you go. All right, let's head to the back to the phone line. We're talking to Ruthie, dog eating poop. Yes. She's not the only one out there. And so usually a poop eater. But boy, if she's been doing this for nine years, that's called yeah. a major, uh, what do you want to call it? Um Addiction? Uh, yeah, yeah, addiction and habit. <laughs> it's like smoking. <laughs> well, the first thing is, is uh, because obviously it's a digestive thing, so the digestive tract could be off, or is off, I would say. Dr. Levy's going to jump in here. And, you know, the pineapple, though, how long did you do the pineapple for, and what pineapple did you do? We did just pineapple from the grocery store that was already pre-cut up, and I, I sliced it and gave it to her. This is back when we lived in New York City, like, four years ago. Okay. We've been trying to cure her of this for years. Okay. And so we tried pineapple just a little bit every day for around two weeks. Uh-huh. It's okay. like tw- twice a day when we fed her in the morning and in the evening with her food, and she still went after her poop. She didn't care about the smell. Right. right. What, was what was she great. being fed at that point, though? I'm sorry? What was she being fed then? That was wellness, the wellness core green tree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I I think you might have to go raw. Okay. I would go raw. I would um, try the pineapple again, and I would add additional digestive enzymes. Okay. What we were just talking about, the digestive right. enzymes. Yep. Yeah. So, because my suspicion is that that's why the pineapple works. Yeah, is, okay. a, is because it has uh, enzymes in it, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, and you got to try it for a while because when a dog system is broken, just like in the human world, if, you know everybody wants to be better in a week to two weeks, and it doesn't happen that way. I mean, it takes a long time when the with the gut system has been upside down and sideways, and then if you you know do regular vaccinations or if you've been on any antibiotics or you know I mean if there's other th- you know things in here. And then, like some dogs, you know, like the processed dog foods, their gut system gets to a point that that it, it's not good for them, and that's you know just like what Dr. Levy said is maybe try a formulated raw, you know, diet, you know, like there's raw bistro, there's uh, mm-hmm. paws for raw, raw for paws, paw for raws, <laughs> raw for paws. Uh, there is uh, what's some other ones? Uh, oh gosh, there's a ton of them. There's yeah. OC raw, Primal, Stella, and Chewy's. Yep, yep. And so yeah. Well, so, would you recommend that I give the food to both her and her sisters? Oh, she's yeah, not of course. By her sister's food? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. I would do both of them. And the big thing, too, is that when you got an older dog like this, when it says on the back of the package feed a 20-pound dog, let's say, you know, uh, four patties a day, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, my, my Gilligan is 10 pounds, and uh, he was supposed to get three patties a day. If I gave him three patties, he would be the size of a porker and so he has only uh he's what seven but ever since i you know since even when he was little i only gave him a uh, one and a half i gave him a one in the morning and a half of one at night along with a little canned pumpkin and maybe some veggies and stuff like that but anyway so we got to remember on the back of the package when they tell you so many pounds feed this is you, you've got to cu- cut that back that's a starting point and always err on the less and then every week gauge the dog's weight by feeling them, having them stand, and you rub your pointer finger along the rib cage, and you should mm-hmm. be able to feel the front rib, you know, the first rib all the way to the back rib without pushing, you know, without Great. pushing. And so then, and every because we don't see our dogs lose or gain weight until all of a sudden they're a porker, you know, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> we got a kicker on our hands, or the dog, my Lord, where did the dog go? So if you get in the habit, every Sunday when I get home from the radio show, I feel my dogs, and uh, the cats you can stay on top of pretty fast, pretty good. But I feel, same with every time I feed my horse, uh, you know, especially in the winter months when they got the fluffy hair, I just, I go and I touch them and then feel to see, okay, is that uh, is that hair hiding ribs, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so you want to get used to the feel of your dog. But a, a lot of times with the digestive disorders, if you get them, pull them off of the processed foods, at least for, you know, four to six months, and then if you want to dabble in other things, you know, that's totally up to yourself. But but, but keep raw in it. And go too raw, you just start, you know, go thaw out a puck and then mm-hmm. put it in the refrigerator and then just take a pinch of it and give it to the dogs every once in a while as a treat. So they get used okay. to the richness of the raw. All right. And then also what you got to remember, which I'm just amazed with some people, is that they will take the cold patty and some even frozen and put it in the dish. And it, dogs eat according to smellability. If it smells cool, they're on it. Frozen things and cold things don't smell. And it's hard in their digestive system. So that's why it should be at room temperature. So I take I take my puck out and I put it in the dog's dish. And then I kind of put my fingers in it, you know, to break it up a little bit. And then I go mm-hmm. do the computer or whatever type thing. And then I come back, you know, in about 20 minutes. And now it's more of the room temperature. If not, I put a little bit of hot tap water on it, just a smidgen, you know, to warm it up, put my supplements in and then feed it. But it's been, you know, I've never had my dog stick their nose up and say, no, I don't think so. (laughs) But but you want to rotate into it because it's like going from when you go to from processed food to uh, uh, is that's kind of like eating Chinese food. You know, it's great. And but you're because it's got so many carbs in it. Then you're hungry a couple hours later. Right. Just like uh, Mm -hmm. but but now when you go to the raw, that's like eating steak and lobster. You know, that really Mm -hmm. sticks to the ribs. So it doesn't take much. You're going to look at that. You might have to use smaller dishes, but yeah, but so that's, that's, uh, so maybe transfer over to a raw and get the enzymes in there. 
And probably a probiotic, too. A probiotic. If you're not using one, then because okay. you need to, you know, iron out the intestines, basically, and improve their, their health. Great. Great. Okay. And will this all be on your Facebook page, like the probiotics and the enzymes you recommended today? No. Will it be on the Facebook page? No, I don't think so. Not mine. How about yours? Um, Maybe you can put it on. Facebook. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I don't look at Facebook <laughs> on Sundays. Yeah, otherwise just re-listen to the podcast. of uh, oh, great. This, yeah, what, and plus, tomorrow? Uh, plus we're teaching a class. What are we doing this oh, class? Oh, uh, April, April 14th. April 14th, Saturday up at Katie's Canine. We're doing a pet nutrition class. We haven't done one for two years or so. Oh, gosh. I so you might want to check into so. that. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So. Okay, kiddo. Thank Thanks you. for the call. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Digestive is so important between the dogs, cats, horses, everybody, us. Like I said, I would, I want this feed, uh, biofeedback uh, gal, Deanna, up in White yeah. Bear Lake. I, I was totally blown away with, I don't, I don't understand it. It's based on quasim, quantum physics that we're all, you know, we got electricity that runs through us. And so she would, you know, she calls it zap. She, this was too high, so she zapped that. This was too high, so she zapped that. Everything is based on 100 and whether you're above it and how far above it or below and how far below. And she does it works with animals too. And so I want to, uh, as I understand this more, I'd like to have her on the show and see, you know, because it's just something new. I had never heard of biofeedback. So, all right. Okay. Let's go to the lines. Okay. Sounds good. We have Wal- Wallace on the line. And Wallace's question is about a dog who screams, quotes, air quotes around that, when it's happy. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. talkative dog. Yes. Yeah. Let me guess. It must be a husky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. Hey, Wallace. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Okay, so what kind of, what breed of dog do you got? He's a long-haired chihuahua. His name is Hamilton. He's a year and a half old. All right. And, yes, it's it's something that I've had long-haired chihuahuas before, and I've never had to deal with this. It's even, like, in the car, it's like a high-pitched scream. All right. And I don't know if he's stressed, because he'll also do it when whenever I come home. He, he, with me, he gets very excited and he does in his ear piercing. Yeah, I bet And it I love the little guy, but it's tough. Right, and what do you do when he does that? Well... Plug your ears? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually trying to... Um, if I let it go on, I'm afraid I'm going to wake the neighbors up if I come in late at night and uh, my wife is, uh, you know, it's it's just... If anyone's asleep in the house, it's impossible. Right. Okay. What I would su- I would suggest is that he's got to be responsible for his voice. So you, it's just like kids. You know, you get a kid that does that high shriek thing when they get excited or, or really ticked off. And one of right. my grandsons like that. Boy, I'll tell you, he's ear piercing. But what you got to do is that you got to. I would try two things: either the sh- pop can rinsed out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it, and when he starts screaming like that, shake the can and go ah, quiet. Quiet. Just talk real quiet to him. And ah, 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 ah. quiet. And then when he's quiet, then pet. Very nice. That's good. You want to reward when he's quiet. Because a lot of times when he starts screaming, like, knock it off, bad dog. The dog's like, well, let's do it together. Let's scream together, okay? So that what you want to do is teach him to be his calm voice, just like humans. Now, I'm normally a loud person, but when I'm around kids and dogs, I talk a lot calmer and a lot quieter because it unnerves Mm -hmm. dogs. And that's the same thing. The dogs, if you mirror, I mean, if you show them what you want, they will pick up. Up on it, but you got to re- reprimand in a way. You know, he'll, he's going to get the ah, 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 quiet, quiet. Even in so, like, take the can in, in the car as well. Yep. If we're going to the dog park, you know, it's 
Yep. It's and, all and, the way there. Don't, and don't rev them up for things like, who's at the door? You want to go to dog park? Okay. You want to go for a walk? Don't rev the dog up. Because some dogs, okay. they can ju- just get wiggle buddy, you know, type thing. Oh, yeah, we're going to the dog park or we're going to, right, you right. know, this. Yeah. But some dogs talk about it and that will be unnerving, all right? So you can okay. use the pop can or you could try, you know, just the hair mister. Uh, filled with water, sit on stream, and then at the same time, the first five times, you say, ah, blast, and say your quiet word, quiet. And then and then when he, he shuts up even for a second, go very calmly, very good, be quiet, that's nice, okay. very nice. But say, don't say good boy, that gets them all, you know, ribbed up in the head. All right. So you've okay. got to, you've got to, okay. you've got to be, t- you've got to be what you want, which is the air okay. call, ah, 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 quiet, ah, quiet. And, oh, very nice. Look at you. Very nice. And sometimes you, okay. you, you can reward, like, you, uh, because you can't bark with something in his mouth. Well, some can. So right. what you can do is, if you've got a favorite toy, bring that with and say, hey, look, I got the ball. You know, quiet. And then as soon as he quiet, oh, look, here's the ball. So now being quiet gets him a favorite toy. Okay. I, okay. Don't, I don't like using treats because uh, sometimes that can be mistimed and then you got a problem. Right. Okay. So that's right, but that's right. what I would do: either shake can or the spray bottle. Well, can you hold on? We got to take. We got to yeah. run. And so hold on, and let's answer this again because there's a little bit more I want to tell you. Okay, roosters can't crow if they can't do what? Roosters can't crow if they can't do that. Something. We'll be back. Alrighty then. Thanks for sharing your Sunday with uh, KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday, four to six, answering the canine questions and occasional feline questions. And we have Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, here today. So, hope you got some uh, vet questions. Please do call them in. All right. Roosters can't do what? Roosters can't crow if they can't. Extend their necks. Excellent. Look at you. I knew that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, if they, they can't. And I, you know, I, when I read that, I'm like, okay, picture it all my roosters. That makes you know? sense, though. No, yeah, well, it does. It does. Because, like, yeah. even when, you know, if you think about so it. So you put even, a brick on his head? Well, not quite a brick, but. <laughs> <laughs> Something heavy. There maybe. you go. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, so anyway, yeah, because that's that's why you can't have the roosters in the city limits. You know, they're all in chickens, but you have, they all have to be hands because so the, the, cruiser, the roosters are, are nuts. And there's one. Uh, one year, I, I kid you not, I had yeah. 18 roosters. Holy buckets. If you don't think, they'd start crowing, they'd crow at two o'clock in the morning. It, it was, Is that it was just their way numb. of talking or yeah. like what? They just got something to crow just, about. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool and you're not. Got it. <laughs> so, I was just like, I've never actually understood why they crow. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, no, it's just saying I'm cool. And oh, so, okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Really Wallace, them. you still with us? Hold on one second. Whoops. Are there? Yeah. Hello. 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 Okay. Another thing too is though, a lot of dogs are have a tendency to be obnoxious, especially smart dogs, uh, when they don't have much input into their brain. You know, like doing obedience work, doing agility work, teaching tricks. When you empower them and and get their brain thinking on other things and really holding a thought pattern, they have a tendency to be a lot less quirkier like this. All right. So that's and also too, you've got to also not reward. Anytime the dog is, you know. Like what uh, unnerves me is that, you know, people will sit on the couch and the dog will come up and start barking at them. And then what does the human does? Well, what do you want? Do you have to go outside? You're acknowledging that bark. So you're reinforcing the bark. All right. And so instead okay. of like when the dog comes up and, you know, you're sitting on the couch and they start barking at you, you ignore yeah. them. You stand up. Don't give them any eye contact and go to another room and shut the door. And so all of a sudden they start learning that. 
hey, when I open my mouth, you leave me. <laughs> and so, and that's, I don't want that. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so, but we reinforce the wrong things at the wrong time unknowingly. But that's why, like I said, either the spray bottle in the face, ah, quiet. Right, right. And, and then uh, teaching some tricks. Every dog should know five tricks. A lot of times, uh, if, they're, if I get a really abnormally barky dog, then what you mm-hmm. can do is I teach him to bark on command. So then I can get them to quiet on command. You know, first of all, I go, come on, say hi, roof, say hi, roof. And then when he, now pretty soon when I say hi and the dog roofs, then I go, say hi, the dog roofs. And then I'll go, quiet. And then I get give the treat. So now, because a lot of times we say the word quiet and that, and the dog yeah. doesn't under what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's why sometimes okay. you got to teach him to do it, like give it a name when he starts whining like that. You know, happy talk, happy talk, good happy talk. Okay. And then when you can get it, when you say happy talk and he'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Now you're going to go happy talk, quiet. And then they get the reward when it quiets, all right? So you could try okay, the, yeah. you know, the can, the water, or the, the lesson, but then try to put more input into his brain, all right? Okay, I'm going to try it. You're going to, you know, my neighbor appreciates it, our <laughs> house appreciates it. <laughs> well, keep us, keep us posted on how it goes, okay, kiddo? I will. I'll call you and let you know. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh- <clears throat> yep, so that's, <clears throat> but most dogs... Everybody wants to run and run and run and run and run and run them dogs, you know, to get the energy out so they're tired when they get home. Folks, you heard me say this so many times over the years. All that does is build an athlete. What used to take a half hour to tuck them, now it takes an hour, then it takes two hours, then they're running marathons without freaking wind. The best thing in the world, folks, you need to do is mentally work your dog. You know, whereas you teach tricks, uh, every dog should know five tricks. Um, and it's obedience work is a must so that you get to understand the dog more and the dog understands uh, what you want. You know, you start working as a good, well-oiled, you know, team is what you want. But but uh, it, it, it just can't be screaming and yelling at your dog and at everything they do wrong. You got to remember to reinforce good things also. You know, when they're doing when they're doing well, if they're sitting quietly, oh, look at you so quiet. Very nice. You're doing very nice. You got to re- always remember good girl and good boy sends the dog off their noodle. If they're sitting, you go, oh, good boy. What does the dog do? Yes, I'm a good boy. They get all crazy. So that's why when the dog is doing something well for you and you want to keep them calm, just very calmly say, thank you. You done good. Thank you. Stay calm. Don't get, don't get them all revved up. Okay, let's head to the lines. Okay, we have Heather on the line and Heather has a question about a diet for her dog. Alrighty then. Hi, Heather. How you doing? Good. Um, thank you for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. Um, I'm actually calling for my niece's dog. Um, she's got an eight-year-old Shih Tzu Yorkie who recently was diagnosed with diabetes. Okay. And um, she lives in a rural part of West Central Wisconsin, so her veterinary care is limited. Right. Um, they have him on six units of Vetsulin. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Does that sound oh, that- like something they give a dog on for diabetes? Um, and I'm just, on her behalf, I just wondering what should she should do for diet? Because, of course, the vet is trying to push, like, some kind of prescription diet, and I don't feel that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they usually um, treat these dogs kind of the way that they do human diabetics. So they'll talk about, you know, carbs and balancing the carbs and blah, blah, blah. But even for humans, I think it's very controversial what diabetics should eat. For dogs, I will always go to a raw food diet because even... So any uh, processed food, any dry food, 
has a lot of sugar in it. All it's those, at least 50 to 60% yeah, all carbs. All those foods have to be at least 50% carbohydrate. And carbs are going to turn to sugar inside your dog. Mm-hmm. And or so, cat. yes. So the, you know, the cheaper foods, the lower quality foods are going to be maybe 90% carbohydrates. And the super good quality grain-free foods are still going to be 50% carbohydrate. But that's a lot of sugar. I mean, it's how the dog became diabetic in the first place. Yep. So, yeah, I, I had talked her into feeding um, Nutrisource a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, she w- was getting the small local hardware store to order it in special for her. And, of course, she was paying through the nose for it. So I think she kind of abandoned that. So, Well, um, you know, but I mean, between between processed foods and the vaccines and other things that dogs tend to get fed, like processed fats will really stress the pancreas. So this is where people get into trouble feeding things like bacon grease and fat off the steak or something like that. Because right. cooked fats are really problematic for dogs to deal with. So okay. I would just just go to raw food. And if she's out in the middle of nowhere... And, you know, the local pet food store is not going to carry a raw pet food. Then you go to the grocery store because okay. that's where what, they sell meat. What about freeze-dried raw, like Sojo's? Would that be an alternative? Uh, the, the, the Sojo's is a dehydrated food that I think would probably still have too much carbohydrate for a diabetic dog. You would have okay. to add a lot of meat to it, but then the calcium levels would be unbalanced. So I would rather see... Um, what about uh, the freeze-dried, like Stella and Chewy's freeze-dried? If you could get actual freeze-dried foods, yes, yes. that would be yeah, Stella that would be something to try. Uh, OC okay. Raw, OC well, Raw, Stella and Chewy's. Something that maybe we could Amazon Prime yeah. picture or yep. something. Or, so, or okay. Chewy, Chewy.com. I think Chewy sells the, the freeze-dried foods. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> but right. anyway, but yeah, because that's, uh, get off the, the you got to remember the processed foods have the high sugars and carbs. And so now, it, truth be told, is this dog fat... Actually, no. He's in really. He's pretty good shape. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But if but if he's diabetic, then you know also that he needs to be on enzymes. Lots and lots of enzymes are going to be very helpful. Digestive for enzymes. Yeah, because his pancreas is okay. doing funky things. Right, it's not working normally. Okay. And what about probiotics? So, yes, absolutely. As Pro- well, about whole foods, whole food supplements, fish oils, okay. all these things. Yeah. Go to animalessentials.com. dot mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, or Mercola dot com. M e r c o l a in their pet section, okay, and then just kind of see what you got. You can order all that stuff online and send it, okay? Okay. Okay, keep us posted. Thank you. You bet. Have a grand day. Okay, the placement of a donkey's eyes in its head enables it to... We'll be back.